Welcome to Mac and Blue, where we introduce you to who is building Arizona, bringing you the people and businesses that shape the landscape around us. From economic development and developers, underwriters and lenders, architects and engineers, to the very builders and suppliers that bring it all together. Now let's join our hosts, Robert Johnson and JJ Levensky, aka Mac and Blue. Welcome to Mac and Blue. I'm Robert Johnson, Vice President of Business Development with Tory Contracting. He's J.J. Levinsky. He's the president of a Blue Wave General Contracting. How are you doing? None of your business. I no, love no. See? I no, love it. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it's been an interesting day so far. I know. Yeah. Uh, and we are thrilled today to have Tucker Macon. Uh, with Sunt Construction. Yes, sir. Yeah. A uh, little bitty outfit. Not, I don't know for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're probably going to have shop. to <laughs> take a minute and Google it. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to go through a lot of searches to find it. But, um, yeah, welcome. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's honestly, it's a, it's a pleasure and honestly an honor when you reached out. Uh, I thought, what a, a, what a great idea. What a great idea to have something like this to communicate um, our industry to uh, around to all those interested, and then and then be what like you. I honestly, I thought you had the email wrong. I thought like that it wasn't me. They're looking for somebody else. Oh, that's but. nice. That's that, that's <laughs> well, nice. the lottery ticket didn't pan out that day, so yeah. we got hold of you, Tucker. It was like, yeah, we better find somebody. Um, no, I was just telling him. He asked me um, just before you got here. He said, "Have you ever met Tucker?" And I said, "No." We're connected on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and I saw where you were on were announced to, to have joined a board yep mm-hmm. of somewhere if i'm not if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. just recently mm-hmm. or over the last few weeks yes uh, valley of the sun ymca there it was there you go and i said oh great well congrats hey you ought to be on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah so that's kind of the way it went yeah perfect thank you um tell us a little bit about yourself um and how you got to sunt and then a little bit about sunt themselves uh it's uh it's a long story. Okay. Well, take I your was, time. I was, we, was born on a time. beach and no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a basket. <laughs> um, uh, I came to San. Well, so I guess about me, I grew up in Southern California. I went to uh, a little little high school called Lake El- Elsinore High School. Okay. Uh, worked in Marietta, California, back when it was a one one uh, one stop sign. Didn't even have a stoplight. Big deal when the stoplight got there, right? So uh, a great little town. Uh, uh, part of my story is that um, coming out of high school really didn't know what I wanted to do, was kind of not floundering, had a, I'd always worked through high school and that sort of thing, but I kind of fell into a uh, an opportunity to be a, an electrician for housing, you know, residential homes and trimming, track lighting, plugs and switches, fluorescent lighting, you know, those sorts of things, and, um, and uh, found out very quickly that there was some money to be made, and it was actually kind of fun work. It was interesting. I was a, have an engineer mind, an engineer heart, and there was some engineering component to that, and so that's really how I fell into the industry, and, uh, and then kind of, uh, it, it was interesting because um, what I found out very quickly is um, if you were the, like, most responsible person in the... <laughs> On the crew, you got the pager and you got the keys to the trailer. So that's exactly. How <laughs> but when you advertise out that, the, yeah. Yeah, the, well, how I always say that, 
with more responsibility does always mean you make the most per hour, doesn't yeah, it? That's true. Yeah, because it was all piecework, so it yeah. didn't matter, right? But 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 I did take the responsibility, and I and again I took it to heart to be the first one on the job site, to be able to be to be trusted to uh, open the open the gates and then open the connex and. And make sure that uh, you had uh, everybody had the supplies to to do their work. It was a lot of in that day. This is you know this is in the late '80s, early '90s, and there was a lot of piece work. And so sure. there was a it was important for uh, somebody to make sure that everybody had enough material to put in place to then get paid. And right. I, I took I took that uh, pretty pretty personally. And um, and therefore brings and I'm jumping a step here, but that it, it brings me to the where I'm at today and the aspect of the passion of keeping people employed providing opportunities to um to go out and make a really decent living and to put uh you know put not only put food on the table but also have medical insurance and sure. uh and and um and opportunities for people for growth and be fed and be challenged and those sorts of things and I, we can get into that a little later but but you know, honestly that took me up to uh had a I had a plan by 30 to not be wearing the bags anymore and so went back to college kind of did the night school um, thing um, for a while went to um, Pomona, Cal Poly Pomona, mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, basically came out of that. And there was a great opportunity to uh, come to Arizona. And if you don't mind me asking and interrupting, was it was it like construction management or just business? Yeah, it was construction management. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, and and really focused on the precon side. Okay. I thought that that was my my um, my foot in the door. I did see that, you know, as working in the field, I saw that there was a really great opportunity and that there was a need for good estimators and somebody, you know, folks that could really put the whole package together and present it and be able to explain it. And then also uh, be able to, on the business side, like really understand, like, what is it that we, on an hour Mm-hmm. basis hour for hour basis what is the what is the money that needs to be made to make sure that again all those people all those things happen people are staying employed but, 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 right all those things so that's where I kind of focused in on and really 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 enjoyed that part of the of the industry uh, it I'll, I'll jump to have I spent some time at Perini mm-hmm. uh, spent uh, five years out in Vegas uh, building the city center when um, oh Okay. It on was the a, good side of that, or on, on the, the bad on side? On the good of side of okay. that, I was not part of the bad side of that. <laughs> Although there's some great, I could tell you great stories of that too. But um, but uh, honestly, it was a such a career defining moment. I recently was asked um, in, a, in another situation, like you know, what what would be your career defining moment? And it was really part of that you know multi billion dollar project that was uh, you know owned by uh, the client that was right next door and watched you work every day and right and um, putting production in place and and really building a, a product uh, the, the, the the going theme with that project was we're building something now that we don't know what it's going to be in 10 years right so you have to build the infrastructure like we're building things now that that technology isn't even invented yet so what how do you incorporate that into the design, how do you price that? And then how do you put that in place, right? And and it was just such a uh, – the, 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 the mantra is, was always and still continues to be you don't wait and you uh, – you, if you have to – if you have to clarify it, make it up, you know, clarify it and make it reasonable, be able to explain it, uh, you go, yeah, right? Just and move. Move. Just yeah. keep moving. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and really that, that kind of mantra is um, – 
has kind of followed me through. And so spent a little bit of time. Uh, so w- after Perini, uh, it was bad times, as you can imagine. This uh-huh. was uh, this was like uh, 2010 uh-huh. through 2012. I spent back to my roots, went back to an electrical contractor, Berg Electric, for a couple of years. Berg, yeah. And then uh, big, big, big electrical company, uh-huh. as you can imagine. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and, uh, and then Sunt. Actually, Marty Headland. If you've met, if you've heard that name, Marty yeah. Headland uh, called me one day and 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 asked for lunch. And I don't know, three weeks later, I was sitting at <laughs> Tuscat uh, Sun, uh, you know. And then I'll give you the Sun story: 132 year strong general contractor. Uh, we've got uh, we've got offices um, Sacramento. We call it the Southwest Smirk mm-hmm. from Sacramento, uh, Irvine, San Diego. Phoenix, Tucson, El Paso, and then you roll into Texas, or San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth. We are in a growth mode. We've got multiple branches of our company. I, I personally work for the vertical construction co- uh, component of the of the company, but we have transportation, industrial, and concrete. And uh, each one of those divisions has its own their their own profit model, right? So their own their own profit center, and there's mm-hmm. a uh, there's there's a model of each one of what each one of those is going to look like. Lots of opportunity, as you can imagine, throughout the country on the infrastructure side, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So they got a lot of work going up and going on in Idaho. Uh, we've got uh, a renewable component of the company that lives in the on uh, the East Coast. Uh, only because it's fresh in my mind, we just had our uh, our 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 town hall with our CEO that presents kind of the, the strength of the company and what, what's going on. And so we've got a lot, a lot of expansion going on specifically on the industrial and the, uh, and the transportation portion of the company. So and you are employee owned. We are a hundred percent employee owned. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, that is, that is correct. Every, every, every employee is a, is an owner. And, and I, I tell the story and it's not, it's not bullshit. Sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's like, that's like G-rated you're, stuff. Yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, I would say that um, you know we, as an employee-owned company, there is there is a certain amount of pride that goes into each one of the projects, and each one of our people have a they have a true. Um, I don't know how to say it, but a true, like they really want every project to be successful. Mm-hmm. And it's not just monetarily. Our mission is, you know, we build great environments to put um, our communities and our employee owners, uh, create value for them. Sure, sure. And um, uh, we, uh, that's, that's really our, 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 you know, our, our stance going forward. And, and we, we do try to do that on a, on a daily basis. It just really gives everybody a, Everybody cares. There's the opposite side of that, which is uh, the um, you know you'll have somebody like you'll throw away a paperclip and they're like you know how much paperclips cost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been like, we've oh, all been to those yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, they uh, so there, but but uh, it's really it's a it's you know it's it's a really a different kind of culture and a value system when you got in a hundred percent employee and company. They really everybody's and successful. Part of, success, yes, successful yes, culture. exactly. Yeah. Uh, what exactly for our listeners' sake? Uh, lots of people know what a project manager is. A lot of people know, you know, what your superintendent yeah. informs them. What does a project director do and what is their role? He's got a low so, handicap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always trying. Sorry, always I, trying. Had I had to. I had to. <laughs> always a work in progress. Yeah. 
You know, it is really, and um, it's really making sure as a project director for Sunt, it's really making sure that we at Sunt are, are, are organized and we are positioned to bring value to our clients. Are you and it's project specific? It is it like is Martin on a project. I'm not. Okay. I'm not on a project. I'm on multiple okay. projects. More okay. sector. Yeah, yeah. Okay. More gotcha. market driven gotcha. than anything. Okay. And so the so I think what's on my bio and what I truly again that's what I truly do is I am on a project from stem to stern, uh, uh, from precon all the way through closeout. I'm I'm making sure that um, that our clients are seeing the value and having Sunt as part of their uh, daily lives, and that we're um, and that the teams are you know doing what they're saying saying they're going to do and 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 again adding quality, making sure we got time you know time cost quality are all all things that are happening on the project. So that and then uh, but 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 really it's it's a project director. And then there's uh, at a, a peer I would have on on projects is a project executive. Then he would handle the operations. So I've had you know a number of project executives, and they all have three or four projects that are going on at a given time. And that's a peer of mine. And then the other peer set of mine would be um, vice president of pre construction, and then his team. And I'm working with those teams to uh, making sure that you know we're, that you know things are are being done on time, and that we are keep the ball rolling and. And then, and then really it's, and I would say, you know, uh, we, we talk about it in house all the time is like, what I'm supposed to be doing is, you know, 75% of my time should be spending doing business development in creating relationships and making sure that again, we're, we're in a position to, um, you know, be the best value for any client when he's got something that's coming up. And I would, I would tell you that, you know, I, you know, pretty much I would say 90% of our work is you know negotiated work i was gonna i was yeah. gonna bring that up on yeah. purpose here in a minute it, so it is it's that high about 90 percent. yeah yeah and and on the vertical construction side um and that is because uh currently um you know we're full like we're 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 not look we're we're, we're looking for work that starts in probably fourth quarter of 23 mm-hmm. and even that has got to be specific because you know as as most people and, and again that's my passion is we only ha- we have so many resources, and in our we, case, we have so many non resources. So we only have so many to go around, and we've got you know we've got big work up in the North mm-hmm. Valley, and we've got big work in Chandler, and and those are you know we have to make sure that those um, those projects are going smoothly, and the clients are happy, and you know, and all those things, and then. Um, and then we've got so many other great uh, clients that we work with all the time. So we have to be, you know, specific about the work that they're doing, and then specific on what is the work that we want to take on. I, I will tell you on the business development side, I, I I've, I've told this story um, many times, and I I think as a business developer, it's when you're the most busy. Is it is when it is most important for a business developer to be out there in. In the in the in the thick of the wood, right in the thick of it, absolutely. Say, is, is saying maybe we can't do what you need now, but we are here for you. We'll help in any way we can. We'll point you in the right direction. We'll be that second set of eyes. We'll be a trusted advisor. You know all those things, and because uh, you know. It's not always going to be like it is now, and, no. and and that's relationship building time. Truly, yeah. truly is. I'm glad you said that, Tucker, because uh, you know I look at the three of us. We've all been around long enough. We've gone through the cycles, and I, I've told people that a million times. Selling now is actually harder than selling when you're scrappy and when it's slow. Yeah, I, I don't know what what it is. It's a lot of subconscious type stuff, but 
you just you get into different patterns. Yeah, you do. And you know, one of the things that I had I had to learn um, just you know over the last six months or so, which was completely different for me, is that when you achieve a certain level of success, when you when you are working for the mm-hmm. sons of this world, mm-hmm. when when you know you're the best of the best, it's a matter of 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 people potential customers and clients understanding that, that, look, it's no longer really a sell. It's back into that relationship, and it's like, yeah. you know we're the best. Yeah. Now, we can't take on your project right now, but next year you'll come back to us because we're the one to do the next mm-hmm. one. Um, and, and that's a completely different mindset from most BD guys out there. Um because it is that, yeah, sus- you know, it's chasing mm-hmm. snap. Like you know? he said, like Tucker said, sustained excellence, yeah. val- mm-hmm. the value proposition has to be equal or better than what you were before. Right. So, you, you, again, you're not uh, – I, I think the, the Vegas analogy was the best one. It's like, hold it, what are we doing now that we don't even know what we're going to be doing later, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's huge. kind of the ethos that you guys it's talk exactly and right. live by. Yeah, exactly. And we do it, we do it now. You know, we, we, even with the projects that we're on now, it's like we're you know, you know listen, the semiconductor uh, market is is uh, it's it's a constant growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would tell you that our you know the the Arizona market with having semiconductor manufacturers here is a fantastic market, and it's also a market that is constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a market that is like if you stop building or you stop. You stop innovation. You're, 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 you're behind. yeah, you're behind. And so I take that to construction too. If you stop, if you just say, okay, well, I'm just going to do this, and this is the best way. This hammer works on this nail the best way. It goes oh, man, through this wood. So often, yeah. <laughs> I say, there's no way can we make this any better until somebody does. And then all of a sudden you're standing there going, well, shit, why didn't I yeah. think of that? Yeah. I could add a, I could add a thinner nail. It had a heart, you know, whatever it yeah, is, you know. Exactly. It's like. Um, I always say if I would have, you know, could have invented the, the air, the air gun that, you know, the, um, oh my gosh, the, the nail gun, uh, back in the eighties, I would have been a quadrillionaire at the, the time. It's like, who's going to carry around a air hose all over this thing? You know, when I got just a bag and a hammer yeah. until you see that you can, as a piece worker, right. in the, right. in the residential side, until you see that you can make $300 more a day by carrying around an air hose, all of a sudden it's like, you know, this air hose ain't so bad, you know? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's. So, so true. Um, okay, JJ. Tory Contracting, your full-service Division 9 contractor. Tory Contracting operates with a smaller, hands-on team. This cohesive structure results in superior workmanship and economical solutions. We deliver projects with unsurpassed commitment to quality and stewardship of budget. Tory Contracting, small enough to listen, big enough to deliver. Oh, we got a million topics. Yeah, I know that's. Why um, I was throwing you an underhanded pitch. <laughs> I'm a little slow. It takes a little while. Okay. Fast pitch is better for me. Uh, Tucker, big topic that we talk about all the time on this podcast, and you know, is workforce pipeline uh, of that kind of stuff. What can you What can you say through the perspective of Sunt being one of the largest you know construction employers in the in the in the state and the region? What are you guys seeing and what are you guys doing specifically? 
Uh, I would, so many things. That's a great question because it's it's hard. (laughs) It's so many levels, right? I would tell you, Sunt, we, um, we're making a major and have continued to make a major investment in workforce development. Um, we are uh, currently building our, um, Sunt Center of Craft Excellence where we, it's downtown Phoenix. Uh, we've had a great, a really great program going for a long time. It is, uh, it is, now we are expanding that. We're building a new mm-hmm. campus that is going to train um, equipment operators, heavy equipment operators, welders, uh, pipe fitters, uh, industrial construction technicians, and um, this is not uh, just for stunt people. This is this is a uh, you know we're we're working with a lot of different um, people in our industry to understand what their needs are, and we're trying to position ourselves. and And I would tell you that our our CEO um, Mike Hoover. This is his uh, legacy. This is his uh, passion. He wants to be able to again create great, uh, great people in the industry and do everything I just talked about with people, you know, putting people to work and that sort of thing. So, so we are we personally, Sunt, are making that sort of investment. Um, we also have a, um, you know, and then on the admin side, there's another, you know, there's a whole nother issue of you know workforce mm-hmm. and and uh, PE, yeah. you know, FEs, PEs, mm-hmm. PSs, uh, GSs, and all those um, positions to. Make sure that we've got that pipeline of that workforce coming through too. It's a, it's a, another interesting story, but so that's Sunt, and uh, we continue to make that investment. And we continue to try to keep our finger on the pulse of what the needs are, uh, specifically in the markets that we're in, because that's what you know we know. But also trying to make sure that you know that we're also always looking about what else is needed out there. Um, I would tell you that. That um, we've also made an investment in. Uh, we've got uh, my. I'm I'm on a number of different boards. One of them, one of the one of the um, boards I'm on is the Apprenticeship Fund um, Board uh, with the ABA, the Arizona mm-hmm. Builders Alliance. I'm the treasurer on that board, and that is um, watch your money, everyone. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Yep. I I might want to get an audit on that one. <laughs> We talked about low handicap. I'm, I'm not good. Kidding. I'm not I'm good just, at math. I'm just <laughs> Go ahead, Tucker. So I'm on the treasurer of that board, and the, so that that is a fund that is um, that puts electricians to work. Specifically, we are looking into some other. Uh, we have looked into like Pueblo Mechanical had a had a person on that board, and so we're looking into doing some other things. Uh, but NCCR certified, putting, you know, four-year program, putting, you know, electricians to work, getting them through the apprenticeship all the way to the journeyman. And then, uh, and and there's some competition involved in that and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a component of, of what we invest in as, a, as an industry and what I invest my personal time in. The other piece that I would tell you on the admin side would be, uh, I'm also at the, on the board of ACE, which is the Architects, Contractors, and Engineers uh, mentorship program, and I'm the um, I'm the recruiting chair for mentors on that. So we should talk. We, we should. <laughs> yeah, we should. I'd love, uh, to, love to participate. Yeah. So that's if you don't. Yeah, so just for all that don't know, that is uh, it introducing high school kids to the architecture, contracting, and engineering uh, industry, and basically taking it uh, taking a project and each each. Each uh, there's there's five different high schools that we have in person mentorship where you're actually going to that high school with the high school kids, and uh, and walking them through everything from like understanding what a need is in the community, like is it he- is it workforce living is it is it a rec center is it a you know whatever that need is in the community a, a few years ago there was a homeless shelter that the kids um, chose and so understanding what that need is 
finding the location of where, where the best place to put that that thing that is the need, and then you know on the architecture side, start to program it right. Start to understand. Okay, now we have a program. Now we know we need a three story building, and it's going to be a tilt. And okay, so mm-hmm. then structural engineering gets involved. And what does that structure look like? And how do you put a foundation together? And what does that math look like? And then mechanical, and then electrical, and then and then our interiors. Right, all those things are are you know a number of different. Uh, classes sure. uh, goes for about 13 weeks, um, two hours every week on Thursdays from four to six. And uh, and then at the end of the day, the kids get an opportunity to present that similar to like where we would go to an interview, to sure. go, yeah. you know, yep. sell a pro- or, you know, hopefully could, get hired yeah. for a project. Yep. They do the same with us. They come to a, a judging panel and they basically present their, their findings of the need and the cost and the, you know, and all those things. And, um, and there's a, it's a, it's a great program really introduces some kids thrive on it. Some, some kids go, yeah, you know what? Not for me, but that's, that's fine too. That you get to do that when you're young. But you've helped them. That, yes, yeah. exa- exactly right. And, and um, that's the, the story I'd give you guys too, is that there's a huge uh, scholarship uh, component to this where we give these high school kids, um, oh. you know, a, a nice little scholarship uh, at the end of the day. Uh, we had um, it's, this is not my story, but I've heard it and I've, I've told, told it. But um, there was a, a parents' night, and the parents uh, came to this with their with their son, and they said, "This is a really great program. Like, how much is it?" And we're like, it, "It's we pay you. <laughs> we pay you at the end of the day. We will give you know." I love it. And, and you know, and if your kid wins the, you know, that's even a better a little bump. You know, if they win at the end of the mm-hmm. day, so. Um, so creating that pipeline very young for for even you know those professional outfits is uh, is is super important. It's interesting how the construction industry with uh, with the with you know the young generation coming up isn't doesn't seem to be like one of the their top uh, choices. And that it's interesting to me because like when I was in high school, I was like the last thing I want to do was go sit in a classroom again for another four to six years, right? Like yep. I. I want to be out in the sun. I want to be doing, I want to be, uh, and I want to, I want to see every day. I want to see what I'm putting in place, like see the the value that I'm adding every day and have something tangible. And, and by the way, get paid handsomely for it. And if you do it really well, you get the keys to the Connex and the pager. <laughs> Show up early. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> that. Or, the way, or Tucker, the way it's going, keys to the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've had a num- number of guests on lately where we've focused on that. And, you know, let's be honest, capitalism has prevailed. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, everything we're talking about is comm- it's made it commensurate with what the, what what the world is seeking right now. You know, like you brought up a welder pipe fitter makes more than mm-hmm. someone with a four to four year degree in X, Y and Z. Right. With no debt. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and that's the other thing we, uh, I do a lot of work with the, um, build Arizona and, uh, and that's their mantra, right? It's like, they've got some great PR that talks about, you know, be after four years of being a plumber, you're making, you know, seven, you know, 60, 70 grand a year and you got a nice truck and you got paid for tools and no debt. And then full bennies and full bennies. Right. And then, and then what does the other side look? And again, every, you know, everybody is different. Everybody has their own path. Some that's not the path for them. And some, uh, you know, I've got two daughters and I've got one that's in college is going to be a, a senior this year. She's graduating. I got another one that's like, last thing I want to do is go to college. Right. And so, um, you know, everybody has their own path and I've seen both sides of that path. Mm-hmm. So, but I think you hit the, the nail on the head, no pun intended, is that 
we, our industry has the ability now to, I won't say right side because that's being judgmental, but even the, the societal paradigm that, you know, everyone's got to go to college, everyone's mm-hmm. got to go do this. Mm-hmm. Old, and mm-hmm. the a number, of that, a number of those discussions keep coming up on this podcast. And I just think that the market has finally allowed us to go back and be those ambassadors to, to that message, mm-hmm. Tucker, you know? Yeah, and continue to carry that message. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and again, with young people, uh, some, some, you know, like myself, I, 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 you know, I didn't necessarily want to go right back to college, but I knew that a career path that I wanted was that needed to happen, right? right. And so, but you were motivated differently at that I, point. I, I, I was, yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, coming out of high school, just hey, go to college because that's what your parents say. That's the next thing you're going to do, right? That wasn't my motivator, right? right? My motivator was I, I need to make some money. I've got rent to pay. I've mm-hmm. got, I want to be able to. I'm, and by the way, I want to also make my parents proud. Right, I wanted to make them proud that I was not on the, I was that not on the, on the, you know, on the dole. And I yeah. was 19 years old. I was making good money, and uh, and yeah. I, I don't know if they're proud. I, I the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get them on next week, yeah, and we'll ask. Well, you know, um, it, we, so we, Tucker we, as a child, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. yeah, we gave him up for adoption many yeah. times. Yeah. No, yeah. we're no would, grabbers. That was that issue that with the dirty. The, it's the fully right. censored um, episode. <laughs> um, Thank God, son found you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. uh, and my wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I mean, I, we've kind of come full circle. Um, you know, I, I've told the story before about my son in this is that, you know, I mean, he would help me. He would work with me, work for me. He came to me one day at 17 years old or so and said, Dad, no offense, but I don't want to do this for mm-hmm, a living, you know, mm-hmm. and didn't want. But we're getting to that place where all of that technology that was taking them or driving them a, a different direction is now coming full circle back into the trades with robotics and and drafting and, mm-hmm. and things. Well, the programming that, and coding and everything oh, that goes that into it. Yeah. so huge um, that now I'm starting to – now it's starting to bring mm-hmm. people back, and now they're thinking, oh, wow, I really wish I would have learned how to build so I really would have known right. what I'm doing. Right. And so, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's kind of an exciting time. We're uh, we're 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 working with a newer company, Doxel. Have you heard of this? So it's a it's a it, they take the model. It's a company. It's a software company. It takes the model, and you have your your PE. He's got a he's got a uh, yeah yep. he's got a three sixty camera on his helmet, and you uh, they take that model and the PE walks the entire project. Which, by the way, great excuse for the PE to walk the entire project, yeah. right? No greater motivator. Yeah, exactly. And by and you know, it actually shows a map of their path and that sort of thing. And then and and the reason I bring this up is that it's a great way to we have learned it is a great way to describe to an owner in an OAC meeting that is not a construct cons, construction person to graphically say, "Here's what we did last week. Yep. Here's what." We said we were going to go do this week visually, and, visually, yeah. and then by the way, here is what we were able to accomplish last week, and uh, and, and and for a non person that's not you know again not a contractor, Those like are massive, they're, they're like this is huge, right? Well, I, that, thank pl- you so much. Plus, it breaks down the the language barrier. I don't mean English and Spanish, but that context. I mean what you speak. like. We yeah. can mm-hmm. throw acronyms and, and talk about that, but at an OAC meeting, we all know these owners. 
they don't know what we're talking about. Right, right. And I, so to do what you're talking yeah. about, Tucker, that's transformative. And, and this, is, again, it's not my story, but I will tell you the story that the reason why this came about is that we uh, we had an owner that we would have the superintendent in an OAC meeting stand up and walk through the P6 schedule, right? <laughs> yep. And we're going to have this yep. done, and then we're going to Here's what we did at the pool planning. Yeah, exactly. yeah, <laughs> here's the pool plan, and then we're going to paint, and then we're going to, tra- you know, and... and, and, uh, and so here's your two, three-week look ahead. This is yeah, what it's going to uh, look like then. Yeah, yeah. And, and what... Uh, what was happening is our owner was like, you know, they're falling asleep. Glazing not, you know, over. Yeah, yeah. They're not even falling asleep. They're more like, you know, checking their yeah. email. And yeah. it's like, hey, listen, you guys are sunk. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I go out there, walk the job. It's getting done. I, I don't know what, I, you know. And in our project manager on the project said, we, there's got to be a better way, right? And he actually did the research and right, found this company that did this. And, and you know, there, it's obviously a fee, but mm-hmm. in the type of projects we're talking about, $100 million, you know, 60, 100, 100, you know, up to $300 million, mm-hmm. it's pen, pennies. Mm-hmm. But the impact, right, of the innovation to stand in a meeting and say, this is what we're going to do. This is when, this is when we're going to do it. And this is how it happened. And this is what we did get done. And by the way, still showing that end date, Right, coming mm-hmm. closer and closer, and you're watching the building graphically on a screen being built, and the historical data, yeah, and the historical yeah, data, yes. Something well, I'll go one step further. You have to go you, back and you know, that, but you did it, something or didn't do something. But yeah. you're also doing, not to try to overdo mm-hmm. and overstate what you guys are talking about, but not go to the emotional part. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take his owner on mm-hmm. a three hundred million dollar mm-hmm. job. If they've glazed over, they can't comprehend all of it to that end three. What's the worst thing? You get closer to the end, and the, the, once it becomes more tangible, if they get more and more disconnected, you've got acrimony now. Yes, right. Right. So now what what I think is that's the biggest key is that you have this emotional touch to those people going, you, you've now made their language something that they can understand what we're doing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah there's a great, much better understanding of, of, of that, and you get more buy-in, right? Yes. And, and, and now I'm going to give you the, the, the hazardous side of this, and then which the thing that yeah. I thought of was the financial piece, mm-hmm. right? So when you go in for billing and mm-hmm. you say you're billing this and you've At got a such graphic, percentage. Yeah, and, and, you know, we, we deal with a lot of, you know, third-party billing Who inspectors. Doesn't? Right, and and I'm just I'm, I'm anticipating the day when they say, "Hey, the the doxel says right that you didn't, and you're billing for you know." And so there's always going to be that always that argument of between the time that the picture was taken and the time. You know what I mean? I I, I do anticipate that you know that, it's here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But but it, but the but, upside. It's the adding value to the project, to the client, to the industry. It's all those things, and and this is not a commercial for them because I have just I've just learning about them and just recently. But uh, I, I tell you that story only to say we as construction industry people we have to continue to be innovative. We have to continue right. to try to add mm-hmm. value to our clients, and then honestly give back to the industry. Right, give back to the industry and and make sure that people are in the pipeline and they find it interesting. Robert, this thing whole I started this whole thing because you were talking about your son and how he's yeah, more of a yeah. you know he's more of a you know tech, tech, tech guy. Tech guy. Yeah. Well, those guys that know how to work the models and put the models into the software BIM and it, all sorts of stuff now, like those those guys are like they're worth a, their weight in yeah, gold. Huge you know I mean? clash detection. You know, oh, I said yeah. something to somebody the other day, and they're like clash detection. I go, oh yeah, well now I thought we you can, were talking superheroes or yeah. something. <laughs> we can do we can do models, and we can tell if this pipe's going to hit that mm-hmm. before we build mm-hmm. it, and you know, it really blows people's minds. Think, well, think what can happen. Think today. of this too. Think about a BIM guy that's a really good BIM guy, and then you make him an estimator, mm-hmm. and and then you make him a a, a PE, and yep. then he's a PM, 
and then he's operations executive, right? You're talking some really well-educated, yes, well-rounded exa- exactly. People. And it's only up to us as the leaders in this industry right. to make sure that those things happen, right? Yes. So, um, uh, anyways, I give you that story to say I, I encourage your son to you know stay engaged, come back around. This is a great industry. It it it, it serves a lot of people and a lot of communities. And yeah, it's good, very very good stuff. Um, what else we got? I mean, we, oh, we got I, mean, I, I can't even things. think of where we. <laughs> Well, here so, so, okay. we're gonna we're gonna cheat. We're gonna go back okay. to our okay. our kind of pre work. Do it, um, Tucker. There was one topic I think you want to talk about, which was the near future of private development versus public. Mm-hmm. Expand, please. So um, I've 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 we're in this weird place. Excuse me. What's the percentage for Sunt? Private and public. Um, you know? Well, that's uh, going to be contingent on your like your transportation the market. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Market, so, in, the vertical in the vertical market, I would say. Um, in, in and I'm going to. Oh, I can speak only for our, our southwest district, okay. which mm-hmm. is the Tempe Tempe uh, Tempe and uh, Tucson offices okay. and and the El Paso office. Um, I would say it's probably um, 70, 30, 70 being the public, 30 being the private, okay. Okay. you know, um, okay. uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to loop in on the private side, like the large industry uh, yeah. stuff, you sure, know, sure. Um, but I, I, I think on the, it's hard to explain and, and I get this as a podcast, but if you could kind of like, if you could think of a, of a, a chart that has, you know, construction costs going up, mm-hmm. right. Uh, we're still, in my mind, we're still stumbling out of the COVID. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, you know, I, like we still have supply chain issues. We still have, and I, you know, and, and it's funny because I have clients coming. who's like, it's 20, it's almost 2023. It's two years. How could it still be? And I said, you take 10, 12 months out of, the, out of all manufacturing, and but construction industry continued to yeah, we never we, stopped. We never stopped. No. For the like, entire world, yeah, let but, alone, yeah. it's but, not just us but in we Arizona. we sucked up and we, 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 all that backlog of all the steel and all the wood and all the, you know, uh, you, you name it, the, the copper, the you know, aluminum, like all those things, they all stopped making stuff, right? right? And so now we're, I, I have, you know, my funny story right now is we've got a, we've got a pizza oven that we ordered like seven months ago. It just left Italy like three months ago and now it's in Maine somewhere. We don't, like we're trying, we're still trying to, you know, get it here. Right. And, um, so I tell that story to say construction costs are going up still. Um, cost of money now is more expensive than Mm -hmm. it has been in many, many years. But rents in 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 the money that people have to spend is going down, right? So mm-hmm. rents are so so. You've got a private developer on a multifamily project that's done a performer based on so much per key, and so much for the density of this building and that sort of thing, right? And he probably has, you know, back in the day, you know, a year and a half ago, we would have like a, a developer would put five percent in for the perform on the on the interest, yeah. Would have been great because we were all at two eight, right? You know, and, and three. Like, no way is it ever going to go over four. Right. And here we are. We're almost seven, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you've got this 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 chart that has construction costs and the cost of money going up, but but nobody like that wealth is not not as much anymore, right? right. And so you've got this declining chart too. And so I feel like we've got the three circles. You've heard this analogy yep. of the three circles of you know, cost is going up. Um, the cost of money is going up. The the need, the wealth is declining, and then here we are in our industry going. We are we're burning off backlog. 
we're, we're projects aren't penciling. But project like aren't penciling. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in a. I've been in a number of meetings lately. We're having to have this uncomfortable conversation with our owners, saying, "Guys, I know we said sixty million. It's now seventy million. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. and and, and right. uh, we're we're working real hard to get it down, and we're working real hard to add value. We're working." But at the end of the day, the cost of ash is the cost of ash for concrete, and the cost of rebar is the cost of rebar. And we, you know, we put money in to cover the escalation, and we know that you did too. But at the end of the day, it was more than what you, more than we've we ever both, seen, yeah. right? In years and years in this industry. There comes a time when dreams become a reality, when you see your vision materialize into a true work of art. And the only way to get there is to choose a general contractor who shares that same vision and knows how to bring it to life. At Blue Wave, we aren't so big that we've forgotten where we've come from, and we aren't so small that we can't care for your projects regardless of their size. When your vision deserves safety, perfection, timeliness, and expertise in order to become a reality, trust Blue Wave to get it done right the first time. So uh, I, so this all stemmed from your question of what do I see in the you know in the in the public private market and uh, and I do see that the public will be more uh, the public side will be um, more prevalent in the next few years. Um, I I uh, I think the private is uh, going to push. Uh, I think that a lot of the private the big at Sunt we love big concrete projects. We're a self performing mm-hmm. concrete contractor mm-hmm. and we we love big concrete towers. We love big concrete whatever right. And that's that's what we do well. Our clients know that we do that well. That's why they come to us. And um, and we've been to a couple of meetings recently where they're saying, hey, thir- you know, I, we're thinking we're going to hold eighteen months. We're thinking we're going to hold twenty four months. And you know, as a as a contractor, you guys. We get it, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's difficult because you know in the state in the in in Arizona, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Palm, Paradise Valley. I mean, you're still talking about keys on the sale side on mm-hmm. on whether it's multifamily for rent or for sale product. Big big key costs, you know, five hundred fifty, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars a key that these these things are right. are selling for. Uh, back to you know whatever conglomerate, right? And so there's this there's this urgency. For you know, people that are that they have to spend money to make money. There's this urgency to get in into the market yep. um, because uh, so you, you you build it, they will come, right? Right. Um, but it's been the case. That's anyway. been yeah. the case. But I, I do see a, a leveling out, and you know what? That might not be a bad thing. That might be a good thing. No, for the people that can can weather that. I, I mean, you know, that that have a have a substantial backlog that can maybe get through that. I, I think it, I do think it is a good thing. I mean, it's the industry. Yeah, it's cyclical. It's it going to happen over and over again. I, it, it, we all are. We're all. I have to imagine we're all in our forties and fifties. Uh, <laughs> so, so we've great grandpa over here. <laughs> so yeah. we we all have seen it many times over, right? I've been in this industry since the mid eighties. Since you know, saw the saw the late eighties, saw the early nineties, mm-hmm. saw the tooth the bubbles and the crashes. I mean, we've we've been through it all, 
And again, I've said, I've always said, you know, this, this, the, what happens in these times is that the strong will survive, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have to stay strong. You got to stay diligent. Um, and I'm even talking about with us companies, like let's not, let's not just lay off 150 people. Again, that's a big, big chunk. Maybe that's the wrong, but like, let's be diligent. Let's be, let's be careful with the people that we let go because guess what? Those people aren't coming back. You know, a lot of times they're not coming back. It's like, why would I go back into the construction industry when every, you know, seven years I may not have a job, you know? So um, we just have to be careful and create, create other ways for them to, uh, to stay engaged and stay valued and that sort of thing. And that goes back to the tech stuff. And then, so yeah. we talked about the tech stuff, by the way, turn, turn that around, go the other way, right? Take mm-hmm. a good PM and make him a BIM guy now, mm-hmm. or take a good PE and make him a, you know, a, you know, whatever software guy, you Just know, cross train those people you, that, that you can yeah. keep the key people, yes. your key people without having to get rid of them. Yeah. Huge stuff. And we haven't even talked about PS as you know, project superintendents and general superintendents who are, the truly lifeblood and the builders of our oh. industry. And those guys are, again, I, 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 we get, we, you know, we get interns come in all the time. And then as a component of being an intern, you get to spend a day with me. I don't know if that's a prize. It certainly wouldn't be, if, but if I was, but, 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 you know, these, these interns that come in and go, well, the first thing I want to be is a PM. And I said, well, do you know what a superintendent does? You know, do you know that those are the builders, right? Those are the, the I mean, they're, they're the, to be able to understand how you know, what goes in and when it goes in and to manage and be a general in the field mm-hmm. and have people looking at you for direction and looking at you to be productive yeah. and looking at you, you know, you know, think about what a, what a cool thing that would be too. Mm-hmm. And guess what PMs we, we, we do a lot of is financial statements and, and right. m- monthly project reports and executive <laughs> project, you know, we're doing a lot of that where you could be out in the field, really putting work in place. And, and, and when you kind of present it to the, most folks that, you know, I just want to be a PM. I want to be in the office. I want to be, you give them a, another perspective. It's like, oh, okay, well, I never, never really thought of that. So um, let's, uh, let's kind of change course here a little bit. We, we touched a little bit on this before we actually went on air. Um, but from the BD perspective, we were talking about workforce development, et cetera. And you made the comment about, about uh, personal branding, mm. something that comes up mm-hmm. a lot here. Um, and how important it is to, you know, you, I, it's funny. We call it personal branding now. It used to be reputation. <laughs> you, you know, you have to have a good reputation. You have to um, touch on that. Give us your thoughts on personal branding and its importance today as it pertains to position positioning yourself in the workforce. You know, uh, there, uh, Sarah Owen and I is our business development manager. We have a whole, uh, little, like hour long, uh, class that we give that talks about building relationships and, um, personal branding. And, um, it's so important, especially nowadays with, uh, you know, with so many opportunities out there and people that, you know, that bounce around from maybe from, you know, this opportunity to that opportunity. It's so important to have that personal brand to say, you know, Hey, I know Robert. Mm-hmm. Right. I know Robert. I know he he does what he says he's going to do. I know that you can trust him. I know that he's a transparent guy. Um, That's you've hit the nail on the head already. He, uh, apparently, he, he, this is the same Robert that I know. <laughs> well, Robert Johnson's a very oh, cool name. Oh, Robert, Robert Johnson. Anybody. It could be anybody. Oh, thank God there's only one Tucker Macon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the personal brand thing is so important. And what we try to teach our the young people is like, um, be careful with the bouncing around. 
like, you know, I understand that there's opportunities and you may have gotten to a place where you don't think you can grow and there's a growth opportunity. I totally get it. But don't be that guy or that gal, right? Like, like, don't be the person that bounces for a dollar or a two dollars. Do it strategically. Yeah, sure, do it yeah. strategically. And um, but also, like again, it's everything that we just talked about. It's a, it's a be transparent, do the right thing, uh, make sure that with people that are following you, yeah. that they see that you're doing the right thing, right? And uh, and I think that is that's so important. Yeah, huge, huge. And uh, and then the client aspect of that too, right? I oh, mean, especially us being in business development. I mean, you know, if I'm talking to you today, and I'm representing Sun, and then tomorrow I'm representing X Y Z. I mean, what does what does that say? You know, it's like I I, I hope, and I I'm sorry if I'm putting on your ears, but yeah. uh, I I I hope that I'm here at Sun for the rest of my career. That's always the plan. That's always the plan, yeah. right? Should and be anyway. right, and uh, and. Uh, but because of that, I, 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 I take pride in what we can offer our clients. And, and, and I think, that, you know, our clients knowing that, you know, Tucker, if anything, Tucker, I got Tucker, he's not going anywhere. Right. And so I hope, I hope that that's the case. Yeah. yeah very true. Very true. You want to ask the question? What? Have no, we... no, no, no. I got <laughs> one more first. Yeah. We got time. I got one more first okay. before that one. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you're in a very, cool and unique position Tucker that you know large company you get to see the, the more of the macro than the micro mm-hmm. what for the audience sake if you can just talk a little bit about what you're seeing is about why Arizona you know why we're getting and retaining or attracting different industries what's the sustainability look like you guys get it because of the diversity of your organization with all those different components you get to see a lot of that what can you share that isn't proprietary um, I, I would tell you on the big picture side, I think Arizona has made a really large investment in uh, on both the micro and the macro of like GPEC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you've got uh, you've got um, uh, Westmark that's in the West Valley. Uh, you've got um, you've got a really great political climate that has been for many years to initiate and to recruit companies to come to. Uh, to Arizona, I would tell you that, and again, not not I'm I, I'm not political. I mm-hmm. I'm, no, yeah, let's put worry. that off yeah. to the side. But I would say that where you've got what I what I'm seeing is a lot of companies, you know, that come out of our our West Coast mm-hmm. brethren, and they are like, what is the first town that I can service my West Coast clients, but not deal with the West Coast tax bracket? Mm-hmm. You know, all the all the things, right? Mm-hmm. Buckeye. You could say it, the Republic of yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But you're right, Buckeye. Yeah, yeah Buckeye. Right. And then all of a sudden, Buckeye goes, hey, you know what? A little bit of an infrastructure uh, investment and said, let's build a couple of really nice office buildings. And all of a sudden, you build the 303 corridor and, uh, and, and you can be uh, in L.A. in five hours, you know, right. off, the, off the 10. And I don't, you know, I, I live in the West Valley, so they're, they're, oh, they're widening the 10 and they're doing all kinds of great things out there. So I... I really think that the the political climate and the and the and by the way the climate itself mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, I'll give you the data center story is that data center story was you know 10 years ago data centers didn't make it that was not a good investment to build a data center here because the the machines need to be 48 degree you know it wasn't cool right, but it was right. yeah it was all about the cooling right it was how much water does it take and and by the way it's a lot of square footage for not a lot of employees right it's like you build yeah. this you, you know hundred thousand right. square foot building and you got four people working right. there right so but what has happened over time is that the 
the machines have, the technology has gotten better. Those machines don't need to run at 52 degrees anymore. They can run it. And by the way, the technology of the sandwich panels for tilt walls has gotten better. And the way that we can do a double T uh, precast roof structure that pulls that heat, you know, pulls that heat away from the building and, and all those things. And all of a sudden it's a really, it's a really great investment. And so I, I give you that to say Arizona has always been positioned to be a really great opportunity for, for, you know, those types of industries. And by the way, we don't have earthquakes and, you know, right. we, yes, we've got the the wind and that sort of thing, but you, you, we can build around that. Right. And, and we have a lot of vitamin D and we have <laughs> a lot of vitamin D. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. So, um, I, I think, I think, uh, Arizona is still, um, you know, we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll see. I, I think that we're still a, a state that is, uh, has, is ripe with opportunity, um, I, I love to see uh, new corporations coming here, and uh, and then and then um, the people that they're bringing from the, uh, other parts of the country coming here and, and creating a, a, a better life for themselves. Um, yep. th- there's this uh, I, I, um, the the coach for the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard this story, but he they, they did this. You know, when they were doing the recruiting, they did the um, the draft, mm-hmm. and there was this great picture of him sitting at his huge house oh, with it. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. And like now, all of a sudden, these players like they're like, "Well, that looks like a pretty cool place, Arizona. It's got this great, you know, you got this great community and this great environment and like, great weather, right. and yeah. and uh, you know, you got the wet, you got the sun all the time. And all of a sudden, who starts showing up? You get these a, you know, these class A players that you know they're willing to come out here. So that's in everything. I have some questions for you guys. Uh, yeah, shoot. Um, so you, you're right. I'm at that almost that macro. Uh, you know, our our average project that we normally do is in the sixty. You know, to you know, three hundred fifty million is right. in our range. And so, what I'm curious is, how are you guys seeing the market? Like, what 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 is it that is thriving for you? What is it that the next two years look for you guys? And um, yeah, I guess that's it. And then, how are you positioning yourselves to um, to take advantage of that? You want to go first? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, with us specifically at Tory, um, we have traditionally been a Division Nine subcontractor in the Las Vegas area, and we have made the transition to um, manufacturing and cold form steel wall panels and trusses and things of that nature to be that provider um, for the suns, for the blue waves of this world, uh, because things building is going to change the mm-hmm. way that it's being. And we've been talking about this entire time. It's Things are changing. So um, we are heavily investing and in, in making those changes to position ourselves for the next wave um, and to educate current owners and developers. Mm-hmm. Um, into a more of a design-led construction as a, as opposed to what they would typically maybe done have done for for years and years. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know we're we're in a, a great place and um, lots of opportunity right now for us in, in any of the student housing, senior living, mm-hmm. um, multifamily, hospitality, any of that stackable. Uh, load-bearing partition system kind of work. Um, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great time. But you're leveraging the same transformation, technology, resources, all those things. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, using the modeling, doing. using the modeling to your absolutely. Your thing. 
And Tucker, for me, you know, being a, what I call a very smaller brother to you guys, um, or if I can say that as I represent the the, the small to mid-sized uh, commercial GC in town, as all of you guys, meaning my big brothers and sisters, have gone up in your average ticket price, the demand for the, those same uh, niches and markets hasn't diminished. Right. So what it's done is it's taken us and allowed us to go up a notch. Mm-hmm. So if our average ticket price was $15 million, now it's $25 million, Right. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But it's also allowed us to bring the trade base along, too. So what we're doing, you know, I could, much of the audience knows this, but we're starting to bring those services in-house. So we're now, you know, doing M&As for the mom and pops for the HVAC electrical plumbing, bringing it in. Yeah. So we're coming back to being a, what I call the old school general contractor, much like you guys have mm-hmm. built a, a backbone on self-performing concrete. We're tr- starting to see that, hey, we have to start self-performing yeah. things too. We can't just be a, a paper contractor right. anymore. And that's the value proposition. And but it, what what it's doing is it's 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 making our industry better because we're getting back to doing efficiencies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is so let's say our back office or like in your case, you guys are so sophisticated now in your 132 years of development. But take me that's only six years old. You know we've got resumes that have all you know like there are you know everyone that's done 30 35 years. But they 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 it's their chance to then effectuate a, a new paradigm, right? Where they're like, hey. You know, I worked for X, let's say you just use you. I worked for Sun for 30-some years, and I saw what we can do. But I'd, I'd like to take a little bit more of an entrepreneurial path with, with that same mindset. Yes. That's where you get the ingenuity and yes. the transformation. So for the audience's sake, well, the cool part about it is you're better, I'm better, you're better. We're all better for that transformation. And back to what you were saying, are we going to leave our industry better? At, luckily, because of how we've led into this conversation of, with Arizona being w- the way we are, we're drawing more of this demand for the cool projects. And let's be honest, we're the manufacturing and tech center of the U.S. now. I mean, there's, yep. you can't yep. discount that. Yep. And I'm more interested and excited, Tucker, for all the ancillary uh, thing, mm-hmm. things that are going to come out of that. Yep. And if we're going to do the best in our industry, we should grab that, make it better, so that we aren't just another sine wave in the market share. And I do believe, like, you brought up some great things, ABA, ACE, you know, we've got some strong leadership in our industry here in the state mm-hmm. in, in the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. I would I, I would be very disappointed if if the collective whole, the ingenuity and strength of, of all those people that are involved, if we don't come out of this much better Agreed. because we've looked at the history of some of yeah. our other mm-hmm. brothers and sisters of other states going, let's not make that same mistake. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that teed it up yes, well for it you. Tol- it's the total project. Integrated project delivery method, yeah. right? It's it's being it's being way out ahead of this stuff, and again, I think it creates a great solution for our clients to um, to put the trust in us to know that we're going to bring them the best value that's possible, and we're going to use all these solutions to make that happen. So, yeah. absolutely. Do you is have there a question? Is there anything we haven't asked you that you'd love to share? I no, I I uh, you bench press six fifty? I well, no. <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, no. He's got some cannons on him, everyone. So, <laughs> I, uh, I well, that is a good one, though. Is that there is a there is a component of um, us as I- industry leaders is that let's make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. If we take care of ourselves first, this is going to be super cliche-ish, but I, I've kind of I've ran into this a number of times. Is like, let's not forget to be the stewards of our own self. Stay healthy, of mind and body. Uh, when you do that, other people will say, well, 
you know, that guy, that guy can like, that guy makes time for himself to make sure that he's, uh, he's being healthy for that. Everybody else can then also be healthy and do their best work right behind you. Right. Yeah, so, great point. uh, uh, I, I, I give that to you guys. And, and, uh, as we go into, I, I call it mowing down, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Cause I am going to do that for the next <laughs> four yeah. days. Yeah, I'm going to probably a six week bender <laughs> mow a little bit myself. Yeah. But, but, um, I'm in a, you know, with the ABA, I'm in the, um, senior executive uh, program right now. And the first two, uh, classes of that were self. Nice. And it was uh, it was funny. The story, the funny story I would tell you is that I went into that class thinking, well, they're going to show us how to, you know, use our calendar better. And, you know, you, here's how you use email to mm-hmm. your advantage mm-hmm. and, you know, that sort of thing. We've and all they, been in those classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was uh-huh. truly thinking that. And uh, the first day they were like really diving into your psyche of like how you approach people and problems and how you approach your workplace every day. And I think that's a lot more prevalent. To- today. Totally, is, yeah. totally. And it, and it reminded me to go into the office on a daily basis with a good attitude and with positive attitude and, and knowing that people are going to... listen. Huh? Did you say something? <laughs> something about the male sure, can't yeah, listen I very sure well. hope your people don't listen. Yeah, anyway. You know I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tucker. That message is awesome. Yeah, yeah. so I would I would leave you with that. If, if you could do that, that'd be, be good. I agree. Well, I don't know that we've... I think we've solved every problem well, well, in the construction world. Yeah, and uh, okay, no, one last thing. Yeah. Tucker, people might want to get a hold of you. The, are you on? Are you instantly accessible on Sun's website, or, or would it be better to give out your email or something? Uh, I can certainly give you my email. You're uh, on LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. That's yes. probably the best. Yeah, yeah. Best thing really is to LinkedIn. And again, if anybody's interested in in the ACE program and in uh, build the future, build Arizona future, and um, and or the ABA and those sorts of things, you know, please reach out. I can certainly point get you. If I can't answer, I certainly yeah. There's plenty of people that can be yeah. And if you can't if you can't uh, figure out how to get in touch with Tucker, you can always reach out to us. We'll we'll um, pay it forward. Website. Yep. And uh, well, we'll thank you, and thank you for to Sunt for being pivotal in our community. Awesome, awesome program. We're going to have you back, I promise. I hope so. Okay. You can take us out of here. You've been listening to the Mac and Blue Show, brought to you by Tory Contracting and Blue Wave General Contracting. Be sure to subscribe to the Mac and Blue Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow Robert Johnson and JJ Levensky on LinkedIn and Instagram. Tune in live every first and third Thursday at 3 p.m. as we continue to introduce you to the people building Arizona. Walt Disney said, you can dream, create, design, and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it requires people to make the dream a reality. Until next time, make it a great day.